0: Well, we love the Mexican Grand Prix, the Grand Prix, all Grand Prix, I can't wait for the Las Vegas one. But the Mexican Grand Prix was run and won by Max Verstappen. No surprise. Our man is the story, Daniel Ricciardo. Started on fourth, did well, finished seventh. Joining us is Michael Lemonardo from Fox Sports F1 Reporter. Michael, thanks for your time. My
1: pleasure. Good to meet you guys.
0: I read your article. Can he end up a Red Bull again, our man Daniel?
1: I think he absolutely can. And it's funny because he when he came back into Formula One, as if he'd really left, he, he got sacked by McLaren at the end of last year, spent only about six months on the sidelines. But when he started to plot his course back onto the grid, he pretty much set it straight up. He wanted Sergio Perez's seat. didn't name him, of course, but there's only one seat going at Red Bull Racing, and it's Sergio Perez's. And his plan's really coming to fruition much faster than he thought. Of course, he got that seat in the middle of a year. He's only had four races because of the hand injury he picked up in August. So only he just came back last weekend in the U.S. And already now that he's got two races under his belt, he understands the car a little bit better. He spent some time in the simulator, all that kind of stuff. He's getting some really good results. In fact, this was the team's best result since the start of last year. So almost really a benchmark result for Alpha Tauri. And at the same time, of course, you've got Sergio Perez, who does have another year on his contract. But struggling quite a bit. In a car as dominant as this, and of course you said at the start, of course Max Verstappen won the race. He's dominating the series. But in the same car, Sergio Perez is struggling even to mm. secure second in the Drivers' Championship. So it's an interesting situation that's formed.
0: Would Max have Daniel back?
1: I think he would. I, they get along pretty well. I think some there was always that little bit of tension in their last year regarding that crash in Azerbaijan. But the tension there was really more to do with The team than Max, one of the reasons Daniel ended up leaving Red Bull Racing, there were many, it was not ever just one cause, but was that the team kind of blamed him as much as Max for that crash, and it was pretty clearly Max's fault. Now, drivers crash from time to time, and they tend not to hold it against one another, which is why Max and Daniel actually get along pretty well. When you see them in the paddock, they joke around and laugh around together. Actually, weirdly, if you would have picked two teammates that got along, you'd probably pick Maxo and Daniel over Max and Sergio. So I don't okay. see that as a problem.
2: Okay. Um, what about, we got a little t- uh, text coming through on our unique Homestyle Foods text saying that uh, Ricardo might have some competition. Alonso is a possibility for Red Bull. Any truth in that?
1: There are a lot of rumours flying around the last 24 hours. They come down mostly to one Spanish journalist who is very well connected, oh. but he hasn't actually said anything. He's tweeted that he heard a rumour and hasn't said what the rumour is, and in that vacuum, a lot of other things have come out. I don't think so. I couldn't... That's one combination I couldn't imagine. Fernando oh, yeah. Alonso wants a team to himself, and so does Max, and yeah. I can't see him going together.
2: No, great call there. Um it- for for Daniel, though, I mean, everybody was quite critical of his performance in Austin. I mean, his first race back with, after the injury, but uh, he reckons he got back to the hotel on Sunday night and said, I wish it was Friday in Mexico already. So he was obviously keen he can wipe uh, things like Austin out of his mind and get straight back in.
1: Yeah, and the key thing with Austin, well, the race result first of all was that he got a lot of damage after his first pit stop, which is how he ended up at the very back of the field at the at the checkered flag. But the thing with Austin in particular was that because it was a sprint weekend, they got only one practice session. And as you said, he'd had that hand injury was his first weekend back, and he could see some things he needed to do in that practice session, but simply didn't have the time to do it. So getting to Mexico, he was really excited to get into the car back on Friday because you have the normal three hours over the course of two days. do those things he decided he really wanted with the setup to make the car a bit more comfortable for him and lo and behold really in the first hour of practice and definitely by the end of the first day you could see he was getting results out of that car that were not normally available to drivers in that car and sure enough i mean fourth in qualifying exceeded his own expectations but you can see he's starting to figure it out so i think we can be pretty optimistic that He's not going to be getting fourth for the rest of the year in qualifying because that that car is not really capable of that. But that he can be getting regular good results now that he's figured out what he needs to do.
0: He likes um, road circuits. He, he's probably still the best F one passer in the field. Well, that's what I am told, Mark. You can back that up or not. I think Las Vegas could be it if he if he drives well there. I don't know, start on grid or get on the podium. I reckon he's in a Red Bull seat there. I reckon that's the one. I mean, it could be. We're at the the moment
1: now where it feels like any race could be the decisive one. I wouldn't be surprised if this Mexico Grand Prix, just because of the nature of Sergio Perez crashing out the first lap, Daniel's big result, might be the decisive one. But like you say, he does love street tracks. It's become a specialty of his over his career. And Las Vegas is not only a street track, but a brand new one to everyone. So he might back himself to have a little bit of an edge there. And then, of course, yes, there is the element of it probably being the year's most spectacular event. So if you're going to do well anyway, you may as well do one where everyone's watching. Oh,
2: God. Now, uh, Abu Dhabi, that's not till late November. How how do they go with temperatures around that time of year?
1: So the the end and the start of the year are the cooler times in the desert, which is why we tend to have Abu Dhabi at the end. But. Las Vegas is an interesting one, actually, because they're racing at 10pm their local time, qualifying at midnight. Normally gets below 10 degrees at this time of the year in Vegas, so that's ah. going to be its own kind of twist to keep an eye on.
2: Well, that, yeah, I was going to say, that might play havoc with the tyre mm. selection at least. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely will. I think that'll be a real challenge for the, the drivers setting up the cars. Not only is it a new track, completely new surface, really unusual weather conditions means that I think if you're going to pick any race this year, and we've had a couple of unusual results, usually behind Max Verstappen admittedly, but a couple of unusual ones. I think this really could be one. I think as much as this race has been hyped up a lot and I think could be at risk of being hyped up too much by Formula One, especially considering the season we've had, there are a lot of Interesting elements that are going to go into this Grand Prix that I think will make it worth watching, if not just because actually for a change, it's going to be on a good time zone for Australia.
0: Great work. Michael, one last one. Um, Have you been happy or impressed with Oscar Piastri's season?
1: Very impressed with Oscar Piastri's season. Had a bit of a quiet weekend in Mexico but yeah. did have damage from a crash with Yuki Tsunoda and some start line damage as well I think. But it's been easy to forget he's been a rookie to be honest but several times this year. He's got the first win not a Grand Prix win but a sprint win under his belt. Has become increasingly a good match for Lando Norris and as we saw again in Mexico, Norris is one of the quickest guys out there, maybe even a little bit underrated, which is impressive to say considering how highly he's rated. He's done really well for his first season. You couldn't have asked more of him for a rookie season, and I'm really excited to how he's going to back it up next year and in the coming years because he's definitely going to be a Formula 1
0: fixture. Oh, Michael, well done. Thanks for your time.
1: Thanks, guys. There you go.
0: He's ripper. Michael Lemonato there, Fox Sports reporters.